Welcome to the Bang Over Podcast. I'm Scott Allen. I'm That's Kitty. Kitty Farmer. Yes. And I know it's always Chris Myers. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. So, who the fuck was that? So that was Beloved Ghouls, and uh, it's a super group, actually. I don't know if you've ever heard of them before. It's uh, Chuck Billy of Testament, Dave Lombardo from Slayer, what? Gary wow. Holt from Slayer and Exodus, what? and Gregory Coates. And they uh, they do this every year for Halloween. They release this on Halloween. They do like a single where they all come together and release a song for Halloween. And this was the song. It was called Shocked. And they put out another song as well with uh, Derek Green from Sepultura that is on a split. So the other song on the single. So check that out. I will. That's badass. I did not expect that. Did you expect that? No, and we were actually <laughs> just between us commenting like on how hard it was like thrashing. So it makes sense now. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. It makes a whole lot of sense. But it, I, I don't know. I'm not surprised. You're like, yeah, it's Dave Lombardo. I was like... Of course it is. Did you not hear the drums? And the guitar, too. That was some, uh, you know, wasn't quite Carrie King, but it definitely was thrashy, like, you know, Exodus. I mean, Slayery. You get what you can get when it comes to thrash metal these days and new releases, you know? It's like one of those genres that haven't had, like, a resurgent. I mean, we've had Power Trip and, you know, Municipal Waste, now Iron Reagan. And yeah. there's some other ones, but... I feel like there was a, a burst of them in the middle, because I will never shut up about, like, seeing Lazarus AD live. Right. And even bands like Decadence out of Europe. It's, it doesn't seem like a popular genre right now. Where it's like, I don't know, there's still spurts of them, and there's, like, even local bands okay, so all over the place. But it's not like, oh, oh, tight. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like a tight group, you know? Like, Speaking everyone's playing it. Everyone's listening to it. I think it's more doom. I don't know. Speaking of local bands playing thrash, from my Instagram intel, I'm wondering if by any means necessary might be getting back together. Keep your eyes peeled. That's all I will say. Okay. Well, I mean, that's just my like knee-jerk reaction because I've seen some pictures from oh. space where we practice, actually. Oh, really? Fingers crossed on that one, then. I don't have insider info. I'm just super excited if that would be the case, because they are, you know, thrash heavyweights here in Austin, and they have a true legacy, so I would love to see them get back together. Absolutely. I I was going to say, like, we need more thrash. That's kind of where I was going with it, was like, it's our favorite genre, right, Chris? Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck. It's as everything. I, was I wish like, we played... I wish we were in a thrash if, metal band. If God damn. y'all would repeat the thrash riffs in the songs instead of the melodic riffs. Yeah. I was like, if, if, if... Yeah. Chris. <laughs> Chris knows how to write a thrash metal song, so... All right, well, let's move on. Yes. Get into some music. Another song here that just came out of nowhere. Y'all, uh, have y'all checked this out or heard about this? Spotify keeps telling me to. Oh, and, really? I mean, come on. I've had, I've had Spotify for, fuck, like eight years? It knows me better than I know myself. Yeah. I mean, those algorithms. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this band is on tour, kind of doing the uh, Not Fest thing, right? And they uh, 
Slipknot is what we're talking about. <laughs> they they uh, they put out this song. I guess they either had it were pre-recorded or did it while on the road because they are currently playing shows and they even played this song live for the first time just recently. So I'm gonna say this song is gonna be fucking badass or it's gonna be something that's like not for me. It's gonna be either. I think it's never like it. bad. It was surprising. I I, I never yeah. went on to the other albums, man. I got like three under my belt and a listen to a little bit of the other ones. That's about it. And I, I say I'm a Slipknot fan. I'll say one thing. Blast Beats. All right. All Come right. on. All right. So this is Slipknot with the new song, The Chapel Town Rag. And it's just a single. more do we have that's so badass about a minute and uh 45 i gotta listen to those other slipknot albums whenever i just i don't know get bored or something 
because I I don't know. I know that kind of is like a new metal thing that DJ scratching, but I miss I I love the first album and it had so much of that. And then Iowa was just like fucked you right in the face, and then everything <laughs> seemed kind of beautiful after that. You know what I mean? And I don't know. This sounds like old Slipknot a bit. Besides for that new edition of that course, you know, where he like does the singy sing. But like we were saying, Kitty, it's not the first time he's ever done that. So I'll be really honest with you. Um, for some reason, Slipknot was not a band that I really listened to. I think I like went around them for some reason. So I'm not an expert. I love Corey Taylor's clean voice. I think he shines on all of his vocal styles. And I think, you know, he still got it. I think the band still got it. Like, they're amazing. Oh, yeah. What would you say, like, maybe... Who's the third new? biggest metal band in the entire world? I mean, yeah, they right there have their own festival, Grammy yeah. award-winning, like yep. the smartest band, one of the smartest bands I think I've ever like learned about, like the history of how they started, and like a lot of them didn't even drink, you know, or smoke or do anything. They were just like, I'm fucking serious about this, and I fucking love it, and um, I like the idea of wearing a mask and all that. You know, I like Shock Rock. It's my favorite. It's like what got me, horror movies is what got me into metal. So you can kind of see the correlation a little bit, you know? So but that was badass. That Three was drummers? Fun. Come on, why am I not going to love that? <laughs> Anything else, Kenny? I was just going to say we wore masks on Halloween. We wore Squid Game masks and Scott kept his on the longest, even though his job is the most physical out of all of us, so... I Snaps. was I embraced the mask he and did. I talked about it afterwards like to everyone. I was like, I feel like I can be more in the moment with the mask because I'm someone else when I put it on. I'm like I am who I am, like and this is, you know, I'm portraying myself in a bigger fashion on stage though, like turning myself into like an action star or something, you know? Like an athlete. Like we're musicians. We're supposed to do that. We're supposed to be like larger in life. And with the mask, it was easier to try to dig into that or, like, stay in the moment. Because I have, like, spurts when I play live. And it's only because we play for, like, 30 to 45 minutes. And, and come on, everyone's intention span is, like, fucking 11 minutes long. you got to really start focusing, you know? And it, it just helped me stay focused in that moment uh, of showmanship, if you will. Like, I was doing, I feel like I was amazing that night. I don't know. Your, your guys' thoughts? How did I sound? That was so wise. I agree. I'd never thought of it that way. I honestly was so freaked out for weeks heading up to it because of that new song. And I had the lyrics taped to the back of my monitor, and I was still like going in and out of my body um, from fear. Right. But you have a good point about the mask. And I think, did I, I don't know about Slipknot, did they say they wear masks for a similar reason? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they do that as well. You could portray the character more, right? Like, you stay in the moment. Like, Marilyn Manson has this whole persona for that reason as well. You know, Gore is one of my favorite bands, and that, that's how they stay in the, that character. He even, like, in Gore, like, Odeus uh, um, um, refers to himself in, like, a third person when they ask him about Dave Brocky, you know? And he's like, yeah, he's one of our slaves, like... He didn't really work out, so we had to fire him. Or, and it's like him. He's talking about himself. But I don't know. Um, Slipknot's kind of like that band that put the idea together because they knew it was going to sell. 
like wildfire, you know? And it, it, it is a gimmick, but they kept train, kept changing it and moving it over time and then being very smart about business transactions, you know? And like saving money and then merch and just fueled themselves to be one of the highest paid bands, you know? They're, they're fucking millionaires because of Slipknot. I don't know if I can say that about every band from that time frame. I mean, I was talking to somebody last night. I was talking to a friend, and I was saying, I think the best bands, the bands people get excited about, are the bands that are excited about their own band. They buy into it completely. Absolutely. They love what they do. And as, you know... You sell it to the crowd. The wise Dolly Parton said, you know, figure out who you are and then do it on purpose. Absolutely. And Slipknot is the epitome of that. I 100% like agree with that. And that's why I know we can't do this in like flooded tombs all the time, but I was like telling Slipknot, I was like, you guys want to like, Mike, if you want to design a mask for me, you know, like yeah. I would wear that shit every show. Like a goat skull. That'd be great. That'd be fucking great. I don't know. I don't know. They were like, well, why? I was like, Shh, I don't know, because it'd be fucking satanic as fuck. Right? What is the point of sex cult if it's not supposed to be satanic? I just know. I don't understand sometimes. Uh, let's move on. This band, Repentance. Repent, rep, repentance? Uh-oh. Repentance? I was going to be like, Repentless. No. Oh. It's rep- I would say Repentance. <laughs> repentance. Uh, repentless. They have a <clears throat> new song called No Innocence from an album called Volume 1 Reborn coming out November 26th. Have you ever heard of this band? No. No. But we, we will. You will here. Let's check out this song, No Innocence. on the solo 
Like I time it out. <laughs> like I know when the solo is coming. I'm like, we just got, we went far enough in the song, and then the solo shows up, and I'm like, of course, it's halfway through, right? It has to be halfway yeah. through. That was badass. That was a uh, riffy. Oh, it's cool shit. It was like perfect uh, pairing with that new Slipknot. To be honest, that's like the same flavor right there, right? This is definitely a band that I'm gonna look up more when I get home. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm hearting that one on the playlist. I'm gonna heart that one. Heart it. All right. Well, fuck. Um, I, I I hope everything is just as good as that. Moving on. <laughs> Let's get to it. Yeah. This next band we've also talked about before, Fit for an Autopsy, covered mm. one of their singles from this album, Oh What the Future Holds, which is coming out next year, January 14th. Uh, the song, the new single they put out is called Pandora. Do y'all remember this uh, band mm. or song? I have Camping in the Woods Brain oh, okay. and Kitty and Head. Yeah. <laughs> you- Vaccination brain. He knows. I got the COVID <laughs> boosters. We have COVID booster brain. Where am I? Yeah, melty brains, both of us. Well, maybe, uh, maybe this song might bring back some memories. I don't know. Let's uh, check out Pandora from Fit for an Autopsy. Should we hold on to the the chair? It was, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I get what you're like. Uh, you were saying behind I, the mic, um, <laughs> and we won't have to dig too far into it. But yeah, like uh, the deathcore, never something I got into, but pretty cool. I don't know, like seeing seeing stuff live, it always changes the way you feel about something. You know, I tell people that about metal bands all the time because they're always like, there were some ladies I was talking to. Very pretty ladies I was talking to after our show at the Far Out Lounge. Shout out. Um, pretty ladies, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, say Flooded Tomb. 
Um, but well, they were like... Shout out to us, too, but yeah. shout out to Jay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Jay and shout out to the Far Out Lounge. Um, but they were saying, like, oh, we normally don't listen to stuff like that. And... But you guys were amazing. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of like one of those things where, like, when you see it live, you kind of, like, you understand. Now you understand, like, the power of metal, you well, know? Yes. If you the, listen to this power. song alone, let alone a lot of the other stuff we're going to hear tonight, there's a lot of finesse. There's a lot of musicality here. And I think sometimes the knee-jerk reaction to metal is, like, oh, it's just noise. Oh, it's just a bunch of screaming. But, like, this song has a lot of really great melodies that kind of hit you right in the heart. Yeah, um, that's kind of um, probably what I don't like about it. <laughs> oh. Well, I just, uh, I guess I'll be 18-year-old uh, Scott right now and be like, I like my metal, just stay metal throughout the whole thing. Or if it's Did like, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's I don't know. <laughs> I always thought like if it was kind of melodic, like it should just stay kind of melodic. But if they keep switching between the two, that's when I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because you know, every time yeah. I come on this podcast, I'm like, I don't usually like, I don't like clean vocals in extreme metal, and I don't like symphonic elements. It doesn't. And yeah. the weird thing is, the more I'm on this podcast, and Chris is coming up with all these, like, off-the-cuff music selections that are kind of like, you know, opening minds, changing hearts, or whatever, I, I, bringing people together, and I hate it. I think I, that's I, the, I best, the best thing about this <laughs> podcast, actually. Like, we're really, there's so many things where I'm like, I've learned about. And also, like, anytime I'm at hanging out with metalheads and they're like, have you heard the new such and such? I was like, yeah, I actually did. Yeah. <laughs> heard it two weeks ago. It's I my talking about it. job. <laughs> and maybe you forgot I have a fucking part. No. Um, why don't you come every Monday? Um, oh. The, so it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's not really a job when it's something I love to do. Speaking of which, Sudden Death is here, so this is not a visual podcast. So shout, shout out, out to, Alex. to Alex from Sudden Death. Woo! Woo! Yay! <laughs> All right, let's move on. Moving on. Uh, this I'm next sorry. band, Nocturnal Graves, has an album I know it's so far down. coming out January 7th <laughs> called An Outlaw's Stand. Have y'all heard of this band? No. No? Nocturnal uh, Graves? Well, let's check out this song from them, Death to Pigs. I wonder if it has any uh, meanings there. Maybe they like bacon. <laughs>
so that is the shit that I do like. And I was feeling like, you know, an infernal warrior of Satan and making my invisible oranges. And <laughs> I, so in college, I took Norwegian language class. I took Norwegian as my foreign language. And so. Because you love black men. Every, every time. Every. Well, you, so Norwegian is so close. English and Norwegian are so close. Like if you want an easy A. In a foreign language, you take Norwegian. But every time anything about black metal would come up, everybody would turn around and look at me. And it was really awkward. Oh, uh, let us uh, please introduce Alex from Sudden Death joining us. I'm back. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) so good from two weeks prior. I know we had to take a break there because Halloween uh, was very punishing on all of us. Rough weekend. (laughs) I feel like for everyone. Every conversation I had. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, back by popular demand. I hope. Yeah, Just love the podcast. Love these guys. I mean, you have the knowledge. I mean, to be honest, uh, you were a real treat to have uh, as Thank a uh, a podcast uh, veteran, if you will. <laughs> Thank you. If anyone has the knowledge, it's you guys. Especially when it comes to you know when it comes to thrash metal and like some of the new age British heavy metal stuff and, and stoner metal, you know, things in that vein. A lot of the Texas bands. I love and know that shit by heart, but when it comes to more extreme metal, it took me a while before I really started getting into it. I dabbled here and there, and there were some bands and songs I really liked. I think one of the turning points for me was I was at a party a few years ago, and uh, I was starting to get to know a real good friend of mine. She had a boyfriend, and uh, he turned me on to an album by... Because I'd been a thrash metal fan for a while, and I liked Anthrax and like uh, Megadeth a lot, like the early really badass albums but um he was like man you know you're talking about slayer and it's like yeah i like some slayer some good slayer he's like have you ever heard disciple by slayer and he played me that album and i was like yeah no i'm about this and then that opened the door to a lot of other bands and i had a good friend of mine who uh around here that turned me on to bands like if anyone of y'all have ever heard of spite or like um knocked loose oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. body snatcher a bunch of shit like that that would help me help me also get into bands like wormed and fucking uh, uh lamb of god who i've just became such a big fan of because i was like god randy blythe is a disgusting human being he's like <laughs> i don't drink or do crack anymore i love his vocals <laughs> they're fucking nasty i also i got to see them they did tour with what Megadeth and uh, Hatebreed and Trivium, which was really cool. That was a treat. Uh, I like Trivium. They've got some cool Iron Maiden kind of shit going on. But uh, I got to see them when they did their first opening show of the big Texas metal tour here in Austin, and we're like front row for fucking Lamb of God. It was their first time doing pyrotechnics. Like every time fire shot out of the stage, Ooh. it rose by twenty five degrees. I had some signs. Some girl gave me money to hold it said please shout out my boyfriend's name and they <laughs> didn't so Randy Blythe if you're listening don't be homophobic <laughs> my boyfriend is suffering <laughs> but thank you good to be here everybody yeah. I'm back um, lost in the moment um, no I, I totally agree with what you're saying because uh, everything you've you know sat there and talked about all these bands um all of it has been on the podcast you know it's been here just trickling down and that's what we were saying the best part of this whole podcast is like i get to listen to everything at least what chris tells us to he's in control i like it i really like just the curated (laughs) majority of bands i've never heard before new music that's coming out 
it I think my favorite thing about it is you listen to all this good shit and I kept like the list from last time so I could look up like half the bands I heard. Oh. It was like, man, I guess metal and rock music is more alive than ever. I mean, yeah. everyone has such a well to pull pull from and it's so, you know, back in the day there was such a taboo, I guess, to it. Like when you're like Megadeth and you're Dave Mustaine writing whatever shit, it's like, you know, it's still kind of out there and weird even though it was the 80s and everyone was a freak. <laughs> no offense, eighties. But it's like very genuine, like um, yeah. But course, now it's like yeah. it's more accepted, and there's so much history in it now, and so much from people to pull from and create, you know, something so uniquely themselves, but still so fucking in the the vein of what everyone's trying to accomplish. Like when we even started, we weren't trying to be a metal band, and then we all realized how much we loved. Like Pantera, just so. heavy music, <laughs> Sabbath, yeah, like Pantera and shit like that. Heavy music in general. And yeah. Chris uh, has always been one of those. Uh, we were younger in high school, fifteen, maybe even middle school. I don't know when Justin met you, and that's when I was yeah. all. I, I can't remember. Uh, but Chris was always that guy that was a big music nerd, and he was like, "Have you guys heard this? Have you guys heard this?" And Chris has showed me some of my favorite bands of all times, like. You introduced me to Mastodon and Gojira. Like, damn, that's that's. I, like fe- a I, big fell, I fell in. I fell I in love, love with Cannibal Corpse because of you and Ryan. Because you guys listened to it, and I was like, ah, I've never been a real big fan. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> fucking life. Thank you. So you know, pity ever. Go, yeah, uh, you really got me out of my new metal. <laughs> I, I have a question for Kitty here, <laughs> whose opinion I always will respect. Oh, what are your thoughts on Gojira? So, to be honest, I I don't listen to them a lot. It's not Ooh. that it's not that like I dislike them. I don't know if we can go on, on. On what you were saying, um, one of the blessings of metal is that there are so many great bands, but one of the curses is that there are so many different bands. And I so I grew up in a vacuum. I didn't have friends that listened to metal. I um, I kind of went down like an internet rabbit hole. So my music taste is shaped a lot by like me going down internet rabbit holes. And so my taste in music is really different from people that I know in person, even these guys. But I think it makes us a better band too. Yeah, really. Uh, I was like, okay. now ask me about at the gates. <laughs> I, I, I just had to know because he mentioned Gojira, and I, I had a good Do friend of mine like, that I was not a Gojira fan for Do a while. Look, look at our tattoos. <laughs> look at Chris's tattoo. What? Chris? Oh, God, I got to room. Oh, Everybody, man, Chris uh, is going to show us his tattoo. Yeah, the it's, pants it's, are coming off. It's a Gojira off. tattoo. It's, it's, God, there's like three layers. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, the pants and the skin yeah. came off of this <laughs> tattoo. I wish y'all could see what's happening oh, up here. I, I wish you could see our friend Ryan's. Our friend Ryan's um, Gojira tattoo, it's from the link, and it's his entire stomach is that tree. The entire oh, yeah, thing. Yeah. And nowadays, he's so punk rock where he's like, I don't even like that type of music anymore. With There's a mother- giant simple Tura S. <laughs> giant cramps. Fucking ass. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I, it's you know, all over the place. You want to talk about band tattoos. I had heard like, so many songs, but it, I sat down and listened to Magma, school. and ma- a lot of people were like, dude, will you listen to that one yeah magma they're like oh, that's the, the, the album the that got you onto it yeah i mean yeah i heard so silvera like played by some rid- oh, excuse me i burped i've been drinking beer uh, some friends of mine <laughs> played that song a bunch live and i was like man this song is really cool and then you go back and listen to, like an album like the way of all flesh and shit like that you're like oh, oh yeah what the fuck even that first to? album man 
Yeah, I've heard. Oh man, I'm still I'm still getting into him. I'm still pretty new. That's why I had to ask because I hear the name come up and it's like for me. As far as working bands, I follow a couple of those guys. I follow Mario Duplantier yeah. and love, love the dude on the drums. Fucking just amazing drummer, in best, my opinion. Best drummer in the world. But, like, holy shit, following some of the shit they're doing and the work they're putting oh, in. Yeah. And when they put out the new album, I remember they put out that single, um, uh, Another World. I was just like, fuck, dude, this is a good fucking song. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's like I can hear if you it like right metal, now. Listen to yeah. Gojira. <laughs> oh, I can hear that song right now in my head, and I haven't heard it in like three months. You know, oh, no. I, I just oh, love wow. them too that they have it's their so own Gojira style. You always know when you hear that. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> to got, be fair, they, uh, they kind of got it from. <laughs> Tell us, Chris. Here we Take go. us back. Okay. Here we go. It was a. Oh, you can't no, remember. It was just the whale noise is that that one. No, like you remember you showed me that old. Um, damn, what's that? Um, Morbid Angel album. Yes, from '92, and it sounds. Oh just, yeah, yeah, that album did sound like. It them, sounds right? just like Gojira's like modern day music. It's Morbid Angel. Fantastic. Who is this? Morbid Angel. I think it was. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> which record? Uh, I can't remember the record name, but it is. Ooh. Do you remember what the and, cover and you, looked like? Because I could probably tell you. If I you think described. it's like Inferno. It's like just flames. But um, also, also, I, it's like a, um, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say Mr. Bungle as well. So. And they said Bjork. They said Bjork is their favorite band. Like random fact, and I'm sure like. I'm glad we got to go Jerry in the podcast. It's been an awesome. Again. I'm sure pretty much everybody knows this, but you can date Morbid Angel albums because the albums came out in alphabetical order. So, like, the older it is, the earlier in the alphabet it is. What? Yeah. Like, Old Years of Madness is first. Holy shit. All right, well, why don't we do a little bit of research? Chris, uh, do you want to... Yeah, we'll go into the next tune here. Uh, yeah. It Look, is now from I'm the tallest. Play Maze of Torment. I was Venom thinking, like, Prison yeah. is the name of the band, and the uh, yeah. song is... Judges of the Underworld. It is just a single. I do want to just say before that last band I really liked, but more than anything, I loved the fucking name. What was it? Fuck Pigs or something? Death Pig to Pigs. Death, Death, Death to Pigs. A good name. Thank <laughs> you. If you guys are listening, and I know you are. Appreciate it. So yeah, uh, I don't vi- like him. <laughs> Venom Prison. Have y'all heard of this band? Yes, I love them. All right. Well, let's check out this new this uh, new song from them. <laughs> Judges. How I felt like listening the last time I was like, Kitty would know all these fucking bands. Judges of the Underworld.
Maiden and then my fucking Eddie the Mummy holds my Mark Martin yes. Lamb of God guitar pick in his hand every day. Kitty, um, how did you how did you know about this band? Is this like just your style of music? So I'm I'm always kind of interested in heavy and extreme bands with women vocalists. And I think like we were oh talking about the I algorithm. Even, I didn't realize it was a lady. I just, yeah, uh, this is a lady. I had no idea. Um, yeah, I was like, huh? So, is ginger? What? I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> you hate the. Shut. Are you talking about the shit no, the like, other night? We were t- we no were talking about. No negativity on this podcast. Um, we were talking about algorithms, and I think kind of now, Facebook and YouTube know to show me this kind of band. So that's how, I. Um, heard of Venom Prism, and this isn't, like, the exact sound of music that I would normally go for, but I was won over by the singer's voice, so I'm a big fan. I mean, I, I, I like it, yeah. but uh, it's like all metal for me is just like, yeah, yeah, give it to me, you know? When, I, when I'm craving it, that's, that's, a good, um, that's a good quencher right there. But, man, same song? Wow. It really does take a lot of twists and turns, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very yeah. interesting. I, I like what I'm hearing right now. I know that y'all at home cannot hear the way this song has just changed, but I like this. They, oh, they, can, they can actually hear it in can the background they? a little okay, bit as we're talking. Yeah, because yeah, like, like I was kind of telling Kitty at first, I really like the vocals. I like the drums, but in a lot of times when it comes to metal to this degree, it's like some of the guitar playing just always falls in this generic like that's you know the way it always is kind of category yeah. thing but when but, i can hear some breakdowns like this it's the same it's like it reminds me of a fuckload of other yeah. bands but i like it i really do like the vocals yeah, i'll you, give them that you really uh you show your talent and you show like it's flashy as shit because you're really showing how like good you are at this instrument and that's why you play this style of music you know yeah it's like, watch what i can do i can like literally do fucking math on it that's <laughs> why i play guitar. the style of music that i play. that's why like i geometry opted for like i'll just play rhythm guitar and call it a day at that no one needs to know how bad i am <laughs> people come up to shows like man dude that was really good it's like yeah Hey man, I've said the same All thing. Right. Like, I, I, I'm no, I'm no death metal uh, drummer. <laughs> I've always said that, but uh, fucking amazing and uh, something yeah. I don't know. I like just playing this entire play, uh, playlist throughout the week. Like I don't have to pick anything, and Spotify doesn't have to pick anything. I'll let Chris do that. It's <laughs> nice. I've gotten a lot of recommendations and bands that I've been seeing since that podcast name has been popping up on like charts and shit of just getting fucking like. Uh, who was it? It was like Green... Some, I'm blanking now. It was a band we all listened to last time I was on that was like, I've been saying their name all over since then. And I was like, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't come back remember. to me here in a second. But it was like this power metal thing, uh, and they're from like Europe. I'll, I'll think of it. I'll think of it <laughs> here in a second. I have that photographic memory. Let's move on. Yeah. So that was uh, the end of our singles that have come out. Re- so now we're going to talk about some of the albums that came out. Some that we're not going to actually play, though, are uh, we're going to talk about at least if you guys have heard of them. Uh, War I've of heard Ages. Of Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell. Jerry Cantrell. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard of both of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, War of Ages has a new EP that has come out. Jerry Cantrell's solo album has come out. And uh, Thangarod. 
Drim. I just yeah. want to say, as a uh, you mentioned Jerry Control, I believe today is what like the twenty fifth anniversary of Alice in Chains self titled album. I saw that oh, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I also saw that. I didn't know. I own that yes. album. I own the first three albums because uh, well, that's today. So so. Fucking yep. awesome. <laughs> hey, we can't update this. We don't have it on the podcast, okay? But we can't update this. Dude, every day something happened yeah. in, in, in music and in just metal. Yeah. If we just follow one genre, every day I start something this comes out. Listen to earlier music. in the week, so if it, like, oh, oh my God. Hey, man, it's a lot every of day, No, every I day appreciate you, Chris, and I, I didn't yeah. judge. I'm sorry I judged you on that yeah. look when <laughs> I was like, where is it? Well, I mean, we'll talk about it. We can talk about it. But, uh, so, yeah, we'll t- we'll, the albums we will talk about and play that have just come out, um, starting with... This band, we'll check it out. A Chris favorite. Yes, a, very, a favorite. There's some homies here in Texas, the El Paso area. Pissing Razors, uh, self-produced. Great name. New album, Eulogy Death March. And uh, I picked the song Die for the Crown. I know it says something different here on our uh, play run a show, but uh, still going to be a great song. If you're at home, don't look at the yeah. itinerary yeah. paperwork thing. But... I suggest everyone check out this album. They put out a couple singles me and Scott have talked about on the old Bangover when we were just covering singles and stuff. Yeah, literally reached out to their manager, kind of, you know, yeah. rub shoulders a little bit. Yeah, we've talked to them. And then COVID. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll get to it. Yeah. We'll play a show with them one day. Don't For worry, sure. Chris. They'll be they'll yeah. they'll be in town. Um so yeah. Let's check out this song here. There's some homies. Pissing razors.
problem. No problem. <laughs> that was uh, Pissing Razors uh, from here in El Paso, Texas. That's such a good fucking name of a song. Or is that the band? Or the band name is Pissing yeah. Razors. The band name is Pissing Razors? Uh, see, this is why I'm only a guest on the Chris, podcast. I have no idea what's going Chris, on. Chris, give a little bit of a history. Old Texas band toured with Pantera, opened with them back in the day, put out a bunch of albums, uh, took a very long hiatus, just came back with this album, has pretty much all like the original guys. It is rocking. They're like hitting hitting the comeback strong. You know what I mean? Like so uh it, yeah, it's beautiful. They they're touring, they're you know, they're hitting all the spots now that this album's out and things are kinda opening up. This album also is produced by them and like recorded by them and stuff. So I mean, of all the Texas bands that's putting out stuff, I mean, it sounds fucking great. You it's, love to hear it, man. You yeah, love to fucking hear it and see it it's when it's like. Because I loved Pantera, yeah. and that was fucking awesome. Reminds me a lot of uh, not necessarily sound wise, but just the vibe wise and what you said. Agony Column. If you haven't heard them, oh, check them shit. out. Boom. Legendary as fuck. Shut up. Legends, but that was great. Like pissing razors. First of all, amazing name. Second of all, that song was fucking murder. It's uh, it's a, it's based on the singer. I think he had a uh, venereal disease, and that's what it felt like. <laughs> it felt like he was pissing razors, and so that's the band they call name. It a clap. <laughs> yeah. Metal. <laughs> so uh, moving on to this next band we've talked about, bit of a different turn here. This is an interesting metal band, quote unquote. Lucifer. Y'all remember this band? Absolutely. Yes, so the album finally came out, Lucifer 4, and uh, the song we're going to play is called Orion. Yeah. 
really love the drums. Um, everything's great. I mean, this is like one of those songs I wouldn't mind like popping on. Um, I don't know, Spotify fucking weekly discover and and you know just being a little drunk and be like, yeah, this is kind of I don't know, fitting a late night mood. For it me. feels it you feels know? epic, which I like. You know, being someone who loves like early like Britain, like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden shit, and you know, I'm never necessarily the biggest fan of. Uh, it depends for me. Clean vocals are very dependent, but I like this track. I like the way it started off. I didn't see the vocals taking this turn, but uh, you know. I'll be honest, not necessarily my favorite, but I do think she's a good singer, so it's something I would be willing to listen to. It's like 1920s Versus like metal. shit that'll just catch my attention where it's like, you know, I'm like a diehard Motorhead fan, so if you're playing really fast and you have some big sweaty guy screaming in the microphone, I'm probably going to be like, oh yeah, this is cool. Yeah. I think there's something but about... they got licks. <laughs> there's something about this band that I get like this really old school, like occult vibe, obviously with the name, but the music too... Um, I think it's fantastic, and I... It's something that's going to grow on you, I think. As somebody, like, when I sing clean, my voice has, like, zero grit, and zero, I guess, kind of, like, I, you know, they call it, Melissa Cross, they call it fire, so my singing voice is very smooth, and I love really smooth, pretty singing voices in dark music. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, this, this kind of like sets a mood. It doesn't necessarily have to be an aggressive voice it's gotten like to an get the point feeling. across. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put it like maybe in a, a beanbag and bong category. Hmm. You know? I, I feel like, like that's a really night, fitting really way. High. This yeah. is like I'm playing like some video games where I'm like, you know, yeah. slashing. Like I'm playing like The Legend of Zelda or some shit, and I got this on the background or whatever. <laughs> you know, because it's got that just that, you know, this shreddy stoner yeah. metal guitar licks. This girl's pretty... It's 1920s metal. Like yeah, it's 1920s metal. I like that. That's a good way to it, put it. It has this, like, uh, lounge vibe from, like, that old 1920s, like, you know, this is why gorgeous we have, singers, you know, but it, it's very this metal. Is why Scott is the mastermind of, you know, the podcast commentary. I mean, 150 episodes. If I didn't learn Super something wise. by now, <laughs> we're doing I, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> right? For three years, people. <laughs> Why aren't you following us? It's funny. I actually was listening to some of the old, old episodes the other day because I wanted to hear after, you know, hanging out and being on there. I was like, well, how long has this been going on? Too long. Oh, why we're at it. um, Let's, um, yeah, it's been going on a long time. Uh, But while we're at it, like we were talking and you came out Saturday. Uh, Shout out to everyone that came out Saturday. Shout out to Indian Roller for always uh, dealing with us, you know. But uh, allowing me to do so much here. And um, great show. Dead Coats, we had the Boilies, and one of my favorite bands, the Boilies and Sodomy. The Boilies, uh, I'm so sorry, I always say this name wrong. It's okay. They're, it's pronunciation, right? I, I love the Boilies. I saw them for the first time at Lauren Warner, singer for the Dead Coats birthday of months and months ago at Great Friend of All. Out. Here. Yeah, wonderful person. All of them, everybody that we've talked about, just everyone in all those bands, wonderful people. But yeah. Got to see them, and I fell in love with Joe, the bullies. Tim. And then Sodomy Cop has just become one of the most amazing bands I think I've ever been able to witness time and time again. I've I, showed people that listen to nothing but EDM music, this band, they say, this is the greatest band I've ever I seen sh- in my life. I show, that, I, show that, <laughs> I show other people that band more than any other local band. It's like Rickshaw is definitely one of those when there's like, you've never heard that? And it's like, they're I have the, to show you. The boys. But 
you know, uh, we had them play here for one of our uh, secret showcase on the Metal Monday. And Chris took an amazing video. And that's one of the things that I will, like, you know, drunken send, you know. I'm not like a uh, – I don't drunken dick pic anyone, but I will drunken send you, like, music all the time. And you're like, dude, you've got to see this. You've got to hear this. And you're like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, dude. I'm sleeping. I'm like, but right now I'm vibing on this song, and you need to hear what I'm hearing. Um, yes, yeah, so I love a band with a gimmick, you know. Kind of my thing. I just love fucking people that can rip the shit out of it. Go on stage. There could be a million people or zero people, and you're still gonna just murder it. And like all three bands that we just named, they're just they're murderers. Like uh, you know, seeing Sodomy Cop, being able to play with Sodomy Cop because we played with them a few times. I've seen them a few times. We're playing with them actually this Thursday. Kickbook Coffee Shut with up. Sick and Weaver and Sudden Death, which is us. But um. <laughs> How much just, is the just, show? Uh, it's free. Free for all ages. Oh, fuck. The first band starts at like 9, I and, believe. And this is this Saturday? Yeah, this is Thursday, actually. Thursday. Oh, thank God. Yeah. That'll be a good time. But, um, I don't want you competing with my shows. <laughs> I wouldn't let you shout it out. <laughs> I'm like, you can cut that in post. Right? Go cut that out. <laughs> Go cut that out. No, Gotta it's, get the uh, Indian roller money. It, it's, it's I, you know, I, I give it to them. Sodomy Cop, if you guys are listening... Another great job. job well done. Okay. This is like every time I come on here, I'm just talking about local bands. Well, we were talking about this before the show. Austin has so many great local bands. For the heavy metal scene in particular, sometimes it seems like there's a lot of like separate things going on. Separate, um, you know, because there's so many venues and bands that, you know, it's not, a, it's not intentional, but bands end up playing with each other or certain venues more. And I think now that people are getting so excited about live music coming back, we're really bridging those gaps and bringing everyone together. And, you know, regardless of sound, regardless of style, all ages and that's, genders. That's the point of uh, Bangover. That's all very we, true. That's all we ever do in Bangover. We've, we put together showcases, and I, I love the best. The best part about that is when two bands meet each other that don't know about each other. And then after they play our showcase, they're like best friends, always Besties. playing together, you know? And they just like, oh, we're a perfect pairing. And I was like, yeah, because they do my job really fucking well. It's uh, true. I've been, Bangover helped introduce me to one of my favorite bands. If you guys have never heard Flooded Tomb, check them out. Are they Great suck? band. I mean, they're <laughs> fucking rocking it. I mean, I heard they crush it at the Far Out Lounge. They're always pushing that female singer gimmick, though. <laughs> I've noticed that they do this whole they did this weird squid games thing like we're all like yeah, come on man you couldn't have been more original oh shit hold on we we couldn't find the pink jumpsuits all right we went every fucking where we oh went to God. they should address as me I'm just saying everyone with giant handlebar mustaches okay so would have been a great idea I wanted to dress as Limp Biscuit like I would have been Dad Vibes Fred Durst absolutely um. <laughs> You know, Wes Borland is an iconic in in terms of his skills, but also in terms of his style. So it would have been recognizable, right? Uh, oh, white shirt, uh, khaki <laughs> shorts, and <laughs> well, a no, like, red hat. Or, what, you like, done. Fred or my, my other idea was um, Cap. my husband would have been Captain Ahab, and I would have been Moby Dick. That's a pretty with his fucking leg. good one. But maybe next year. Big maybe harpoon next. in the back of the head. <laughs> That's not very PC I, at all. I am the white whale. <laughs> 
PC. Or, oh, she's oh, the I white whale. That, that works. See, that, that's, yeah, you're trying if to my husband, pick any other color. Yeah, uh, no, I see, I see. If my We're husband was the white whale, because he got offended when I suggested that, because he's like, are you saying I'm the white whale? No. I can kind of see it both ways. Okay, let's move God. on. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next band we have up, we've talked about before, Mono Lord. Y'all remember yes. this band? Yeah, I like Fuck, them a dude, lot. All week, I've been just nothing but Mono Lord. Really? Seeing them, listening to them. Nice. They're haunting me. Yes, they just put out an album, Your Time to Shine. Uh, we've talked about them before, another single up until this album's release. But uh, we'll check out the song, The Siren of Yersinia. <laughs>
don't even get me started. Um, so, did everyone see the video from the debaucherous shit I did this weekend? Because you forced me to watch it and you... Well, I can't believe you didn't watch it. I watched it just now. It was absolutely insane, obviously. Uh, I played King's Fest with Sex Cult and just 300 people out in the middle of the woods, no security, no sound guy. Chris, you would have been so upset. <laughs> um, you were like, the sound was horrible. I was like, yeah, you know, it really was. Uh, but that's not the point of these things when we play these punk rock shows. It's not to be perfect, it's to play as is and to deal with it. So um, I'm saying this because absolutely out of, I don't, I don't or firework stands are not open right now, are they? Because all night long there. for eight hours, I, wait, I was there, I got there at six and for 12 hours they were blasting off fireworks. So I don't know where they got, <laughs> they just stocked up during the thing. <laughs> Um, they were just throwing them in the mosh pits. I'm talking like cannon mortars. The ones you shoot out of the tube, they go boom up into the sky, straight into the mosh pit. Or just like throwing a whole, whole like a, what do you call it? Like a strip of black cats up on stage as we're playing. And you just got to deal with it. What am I going to stop and be all bitchy and be like, I can't play under these conditions, all right, y'all? I'm a musician. You need to respect me. No, that's not the point of it. Uh, it's called, uh, if you haven't heard, it's called King's Fest. And it was out of control insane. But I'm just going to say no one. Okay, people probably got hurt, but no one died. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, all right? No security. And well, no, there was no one. There was no one running this bitch at all. While we're on it, I have to give an immense shout out to Texas cold school death metal titans, Frozen Soul. So... I'm sure everyone is sick to death of this story, but my old band Deacolted got to open for them at 523 Thompson, and this was just before they blew up. Since then, they've got signed to Century Media. They're touring hard and heavy right now, and they're the most down-to-earth, kindest, nicest people. Um, shout out to everybody in Frozen Soul, especially Matt, Sam, and Chad. Thank you for being my friends for all this time. They played with Sanguisugavog, um, Vomit Forth, and inoculation it was just death metal to you know stomp your face and it was amazing uh big props and also we want to shout out screaming jay for his doomy folks halloween festival you can't see her lauren warner from the dead coats is here hanging out with us i one reason that i love jay is he always books like nobody wants to be like the lone woman playing it in all day Heavy Music Festival, Jay always includes women, like people from different backgrounds, and he brings us all together. It was uh, Dead Coats, you know, Flooded Tomb, Witch Cry was there, Screaming Jay. So many bands. To um, name a few. And of course, the Possessed by Paul James was the folk music headliner. Ghost Wolves were there. Um, and then Destroyer of Light, who I've been a fan of for years. Ghost Wolves was awesome. They're amazing. I, I actually that. learned about Destroyer of Light from you. Sorry, did not mean to interrupt. Just they're great. No, everyone, everyone there was absolutely amazing. So big stuff going on in Texas. Um, we have more bang over announcements. I don't think I can say yet, but I'm bringing a touring band to Austin with bang over. So stay tuned for more on that. 
hurry up. Oh Say my god. Something. Um, sorry. Uh, let's move on because we have so much to get to, and let's I know, I know you're really excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll blast through the rest of this. Uh, let's get a little bit some punk rock. Speaking of, we're gonna, so this band, Bastaroura, B A S T A R O U R, Bastarar. Put out an album recently here on the 29th called... I'm going to say you did your best on pronouncing Yeah, I did my best. Called uh, Satan's Loss of Sun. And the the name of the song we're going to check out is Viral Tumor. So let's check this uh, punk rock tune out here. Absolutely destructive. Yeah. That's um, music to pull a traffic cone over your head to. <laughs> <laughs> and become the king of King Fest. <laughs> so this guy who lives in my condo complex has his own traffic cone and he uses it to keep people from parking in his favorite oh spot. So someday I'm gonna I'm gonna commandeer the traffic cone and I'm gonna go live my best life. You should with that. If, if you drank more like me, you would have got home one night kind of pissed, wasted, and saw that traffic cone sitting there, and you'd be like, you know what? Fuck this guy. <laughs> Just fucking send it. Send it, like, over someone's fence. Be like, suck a dick. Sorry, I heard the phrase. I, if, I get spiteful. I heard the phrase, if you drunk, and then, like, I started to dissociate. <laughs> I didn't drink last night, and I'm proud of myself. You went to a show and didn't drink? I started drinking my frozen marg, and it... <laughs> I love the Lost Well because they do really generous pours, but it was like a lot for me. So I ended up. um, A little baby. But 
No, it was like, you know, I'm I'm a lightweight, so I ended up giving it to Matt from Frozen Soul. So. I don't know if anyone's listened to this song in the Here's background. Here's a Frozen drink for you. Uh, I will have to say, I, you know, when the song kicked on, I took a step back for a minute and just had my head, I guess, directly behind the speaker. I, that's the way to listen to it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love it. Whoever this is, whatever's going on, I was super not paying attention at the beginning because uh, I came back from the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, Perfect. There you but go. I, I love everything about that just happened right say, now. Say that again, that again. song, check it out. What is it again? It, I would say Bastaror or Basturer. Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 I mean, if I, I get the uniqueness of coming up with these look names. Look it up. But Find us. Find them. Exactly. Follow follow us on all the platforms, and then you'll be able to know how to spell it. Yeah. All right. Let's so, move yeah, on. moving on. This next, yeah, uh, we talked about this uh, single Freak, that yeah, came out kidding. with uh, Dave Mustaine. Do you remember that single with Johnny Five and mm-hmm. that K Pasta song? Was yeah. Dave Ellis in there? I bet not. <laughs> Uh, he actually, oh, well, no, Dave. Back away. But yeah, so uh, a new, the whole Don't album came bad. out called Sinner. And uh, we're going to check out the song For I Have Sinned from Johnny Five and the Creatures. Absolutely, love a certain that. level of thrash that but I I've, just cannot get over. Th- there you go. It was very. Thrashy. I think that's where me and Scott really fucking hit it off last time we really hung out. Was our just deep love of just thrashy nonsense. I just wanted nonsense. vocals on that song, though. I just really wanted the vocals to at least. I'm with you on that one. Like it would be some good fucking just <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I love it. I mean, don't get me wrong, but there's Cars a whole other okay, element that comes when you're yelling about like you know. 
Satan's chopsticks or whatever it is. Can I steal that? The the for microphone or Satan's no, chopsticks? Satan's chopsticks. For <laughs> Fucking a song go ahead, dude. So for vocals, <laughs> so be like chopsticks. Dun, dun, my uh, dun. good friend of mine. I remember we were joking about starting a synth duo called Super Satan. My buddy's like, I'm trying to do it like an Apex Twin thing with this weird synthesizer. It's like a purple baby with like batteries coming out with it. And it was like a synthesizer that act- operated like a theremin. And I didn't understand it at all, but it was That's fucking awesome. trippy. And he's like, yeah, my, can I use the name Super Satan? I was like, I don't give a shit. Do, do whatever you want. I mean, no one's put those This two is the words same together. man who we, we formed our super group, uh, Meat Slime, that unfortunately fell apart. But eventually we'll be back. Uh, Meat Slime. Yeah. <laughs> the idea was like, can we be, can we like be really good at our instruments and still try to actively be the worst punk band alive? It's like, yeah, that could totally work. Yeah, just learn learn the instrument and then just you know. We'll just get really good at the songs, and then we'll yeah. all just switch places. Just I'm a terrible drummer. Yourself every time you like every show, just at least once, just fall <laughs> right on your face. We're all gonna ra- wear stray jackets and perform. <laughs> Actually, like that idea. Be like, what, what, damn it! <laughs> we're gonna have all the everything's to up to ten, and we just can't <laughs> use our arms. Yeah. It's it's twenty minutes of just being like we're sorry y'all. I mean, we just give up. <laughs> it's, it reminds me of like this story about Mr. Bungle. I heard that they would just like um, you know play as terribly as possible for the first fifteen minutes to see who stayed. Or uh, one of my favorite the Melvin stories. Absolutely. It's like they're getting booed at some concerts. So Buzz Osborne I guess said something like, um, you know, "I hope you guys like this next song. It's called Thirty Minutes of Feedback. Turned everything up. Fucking locked the doors and left or some shit." It's like well, you get shit in the boot. Damn. Just slam a guitar on the ground and then walk away. Uh, th- that's the best part about those bands that they like really don't give a fuck. They like slap the music industry in the face and say, "Go fuck you." Uh, Tool did the same, where it's just like, "Yeah, we're still gonna make a seven-minute-long song, and we're so popular, you have to play it all the way on the radio. Like, where you're gonna have to fill in some commercial time to really get that time frame back, because <laughs> it's supposed to be like three minutes, three minutes, thirty seconds every song." It had to be that way back in the day because it just fit the slot. But Tool said, fuck that. And still is a band where you can slap the music industry in the face and be like, fuck, and, just, and still get shows and make albums. Back in the day, you could have been back blacklisted or something, but when you're that popular, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Well, that was Johnny Five and the Creatures. Yeah. Check out the, uh, I was going to say for the, the whole album, like there was a, a song with Dave Mustaine doing mm-hmm. vocals, and then there's another song, Georgia On My Mind, with Ace Freely. Very weird. I don't know. <laughs> he's, just <playing> with all, <laughs> he's just playing with all his heroes. Yeah. He's so, living the that dream. sounds super yeah. badass. Like I could record Georgia On My Mind with Ace Freely and be like, yeah, that's just what we're going to fucking do today. It'd be stellar. Yeah. You so, could die a happy man after that. Yeah. yeah. So. I think we're gonna bust out into song. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next song here we have up. Why? What's wrong, Ray Charles? You okay? Scott. <laughs> Spiders. Um, They're the raining next, down on us. Yeah. The next song we're gonna talk about is another famous band. Just put out a. The album we've been kind of talking about also. Few, oh, uh, here we go. Yeah. 
uh, Mastodon with Hushed and Grim. And we're going to check out the song The Crux. Uh, if y'all have checked this album out at all? You know, I've been I've been a busy little bee. Okay, you know? okay. I've, I've been, been meaning to. We talked about the first track last time, and I was making jokes about a song called Blood and Mustard about sandwiches. <laughs> uh, still yet to hear it. The last couple Mastodon albums... I respect them, but I didn't love them. I'll be honest. Some stuff takes time to grow on you, to be honest, where it's like... Um, I respect it's it. It's such a change yeah. from what you normally would expect. I, I, I mean, I get what they're doing, and I think it's really good. It's very polished. It's very professional, and the playing is definitely better than it used to be, but something about the raw, dirty, fuck you Mastodon was cool. It's I will give them this. They never lacked on album covers, though. Yeah. It was the yeah. art was always good. It's, so it's, that's the youth of you speaking. When you get you start to get older, you be like, yeah, I understand. No, I, <laughs> yeah, and I and I get it, and I understand. It. There's some. Down. I mean, again, one of my favorite records was the Motherload, and people gave me shit for liking that. And I was like, one. whatever. I think the songs are fucking awesome, and I like when their drummer album. sings. Yeah, least favorite album, but I uh, that's one of my favorite actually. See, that's why we're best friends. <laughs> All right, so this uh, this album actually uh, came about. It's a double album. It's their first double album um and it came about because of uh they lost their manager recently he passed away so uh, every album has to be sad i was just saying this today i was like new mastodon yeah. album's out but i'm kind of worried that what it's like what no, it's, it's about because <laughs> it's, it's a very heavy album when it comes to that type of stuff because they're all kind of feeling it you know what i mean they just they did it before this album there was a single that stair they did stairway to heaven and it was actually like that cover but on the the single cover it was their manager oh. so this album is the first album since his passing so a lot of the songs it actually even has some songs that Troy wrote he doesn't write songs in the band and this album has some like four songs that he actually wrote so wow. for the first time wow. so yeah we'll check out the song here The Crux when was that
so we promised free pizza for everybody who's here tonight listening to the podcast, and it is here. I believe it's uh, in the back. Right there at the back bar. Help Toward yourself, the bar. Please. So help yourself. It's completely free to say thanks for coming out and joining us. I didn't know either. I already brushed my teeth, and I'm going straight to bed when I get home. <laughs> I didn't so know. unfortunately, I can't eat pizza, so please eat my pizza I for me. I will eat Kitty's pizza and Let the doggy have some bed. pizza. Look, he's. He's hungry. This dog needs yeah, pizza. He said, yeah, he said This yeah. is a pizza dog if I ever saw it. Yeah. So the, the question turtle, I feel. is pizza thrash metal? Is pizza pop punk or is it both? Like who owns? So I'm a diehard Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. And I know that Mike Patton actually just did the brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song. So it's that kind you know, I feel that? like pizza's in the Mr. Bungle fucking range, if we're okay, being honest. Fair enough. That's what, it, it appeals to a wide audience. <laughs> a tasteful, <laughs> sophisticated answer to that. If there's any Italian food that I always get, the pizza it's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to an Italian restaurant and said, I won't take the pepperoni. That's <laughs> a fucking good point. Uh, that Mastodon song, though. Um... Epic. It's very uh, power metal-ish. Yeah, the album is going to have a more lighter tone. Un- I mean, fortunately, unfortunately, what, I mean, to yeah, your taste. Right. Um, but yeah, and that's because of the events of the past year for them. So, understandable. They need to get this off their chest it and write about a, it. It still has a lot of aggression to it, though. Yeah. I would say. I think so. uh, there's an interview with Braun kind of talking about all the songs. Um and just the inspirations for each one and who wrote them and stuff. And he, that's where he kind of was talking about how Troy wrote a few and how they, there's a few bangers on the album as he would oh, describe them, but yeah. they're, you know, not as much considering this is a double album now. So how many songs are we talking? Let me check real quick, but a double album I'm thinking 20 uh, and up. I'll melodies, say this much. Yeah. Oh, wait, go ahead, Katie. Oh, I was going to say the melodies to me more so than power metal. They hit me. as kind of like post metally. They're, I can kind of see that. They're yeah. gorgeous. I really like it as a fan of, like, Alcest and Curatoire and stuff. I really vibe with this kind of melancholic side to them. This is definitely going to be a beanbag and bong for me. Personally, 15. with them, just with this record 15. especially, I, I really like just the, the uh, you know, yeah. do, do something different. Like, at some point can't play the same record every time like i th- i i know a lot of fans hate it when people change it up I only like but the i think it's album. i think it's yeah, <laughs> yeah i think it's good for people to try different <laughs> shit because as a musician I mean, like personally sometimes you're like all right yeah. i can't fucking i don't want to chug every song man yeah. i don't want to use the same tone sometimes i want to do something because i listen to a shitload of different music you get older you know you have more experience and shit happens to you in life and that's just what reflects uh, when it comes to an artist, you know? The things that happen around you is kind of where you're going to go with it. You don't have a choice. Uh, Mastodon explained it best. They were like, why well, aren't all your albums as aggressive as, like, Leviathan and stuff? And they were like, we were, like, 20 and pissed off working in the service industry, like, bussing tables. Like, of course the music was going to sound this way. Their life sucked. Bus it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can't always, you're not always going to, Yeah. That's how you said. It's just not always going to be that way. Sometimes you're like, man, I feel fucking awesome today. I want to write a song. 
I don't really know if I want to write about, like, fucking, you know, hunting giant whales and cutting people's heads off. I mean, that's but I guess I, I can. My music. <laughs> All fantasy based in my mind. All right, let's move on. Moving on. Yes. Chris, band, uh, uh, Chris is going to jump around here. I'm going to jump around. I'm going to pick this band, though, because it is something to talk about as far as the intricacies. We've, we've talked about this band before, First Fragment, how just yes. crazy they were. We, oui, we. Oui. So yes, uh, we're gonna we're gonna check out another song from that album because that whole album was nuts. And uh, I sent Rob that last song we listened to on the podcast because of how crazy the bass was and just all over the place. Because so they made him jizz. Yeah. So here's a here's another taste of this very uh, intricate crazy band here. First fragment, and the song is Ataraxi. I just love that clean bass fucking solo. And I loved how eccentric from the beginning this song was. Every I, fucking I <laughs> musical element yeah. was just so in your face. Fuck you. I'm going to say it's what like about this, it? <laughs> uh, the future of metal. Like, how far can you take it? And obviously these people are pushing boundaries, if you will. I just have to throw this out there. I was online and, you know, it was like a metal whatever like reddit discussion and one of the comments was like i don't know i just hate the music that's screaming from beginning to end and my heart broke a little bit well, and i wanted to like hide in my room and never come out i mean that's Wait, just what like, did they say 
just always uh, just loving one style. They always say like um, they were like, I hate those screaming vocals. I can't understand what they're saying. Statistically, just like one yeah. person. But statistically, you really yes, don't. One person, it hurt what, me. Whatever you fell in love with <laughs> when you were a kid, whatever you so listened true. to when you were in high school, after so that you true. don't you don't really dive into it anymore. You're trying to focus yep. on your life, other things, career. Blah blah blah. They all have time made to forever, bro. study music. Yep. Because there's so much shit out there, especially when it comes to having Spotify, YouTube. Like, maybe you're a little overwhelmed, but there's so much to be found. You know. And I, that's kind of the point of this podcast. Uh, again, I'm getting back my favorite out of my records points. are like records that came out like three weeks ago and shit. You know what I mean? Like records of bands that are from here in Austin that are putting out their first album. A handful of yeah. my most listened to shit is like people that are putting out their first records within the last like six months here in town. I like so. I like that feeling when you were younger and you you bought an album and you weren't sure, you know? It's not yeah. like you could test it out. I, I, <laughs> you I know what you mean. Go with the album cover and see something take, just take super cool looking and then it ends up being fucking insane. Yeah. Or, or it's like something you're like, oh, I don't know if I like it, but you paid so much. You paid all the money you had when you were a kid for that album, so you you had to listen to it. I I'm because I was a diehard Frank Zappa fan, so <laughs> like that, going that, into the that was weird. going into like the bargain bin. That was definitely like you would like you said you'd see an album cover. I hit Pater when I found like Crisis, you know, like Karen Crisis. Um, but yeah, you have to like look at the album cover because it's like bargain three or four dollars hey, but you yeah, just gotta grab it yeah. and hope for the best and those were like those times when i was a teenager and things that like touched me deeply or like we talked about the defaced before and like i found them from a fucking bargain bin you know and the album art was interesting and i pulled a, a diamond in the rough the re- yeah, yeah for like, real those are the best though when yeah. you're at the record store and you're just like all right the name sounds cool this art's yeah. cool i hope this album doesn't fucking suck on the drive home yeah and sometimes you're like man this album fucking buzz but there's been those times where you plug it in it's like oh yeah i know i know fucking music (laughs) i know what's up that's that's my experience with testament it's like getting that uh heartless album when they were like well if if metallica is doing the black album then i guess we gotta follow suit and i was like i don't like testament if anyone (laughs) likes the melvins or testament just know that the melvins when they recorded 2006's a senile animal and they played that song, A History of Bad Men. They ripped off the drum beat from Testament's 1996 A Filth Animal oh, shit, from whatever fucking I mean, no, album that was. Challenge. <laughs> and I just want everyone to know, because I love that fucking Melvin's album. But, you know, I heard that fucking Testament song, and I was like, this is 1996, like 10 years later. What a ripoff. Hey, hey. I, the Melvins come out with so many albums. This oh, yeah. is bound to happen. So, so one out of four hundred. <laughs> All yeah. I have to say is the first album I ever heard by Metallica was Saint Anger. Oh no! And then I was like, Sorry. "Why the fuck <laughs> is everyone talking?" I was like, "Why is every you know, like what is this?" Well, it's uh, at that point I don't know, like thirty, thirty-five years of just being the world's biggest metal band yeah. and then we I don't that, know how it's like that I don't know how the fuck that happened too. I got yeah. lucky you know mine was fans, kill them all they were rough you know, I mean I still mine was you know I'm still pretty rough and Master yeah, of Puppets <laughs> mine was kill them all that was like I owned that album yes. that somebody let me bar- I think it was Drew our bass player he let me borrow it and I put it on my iPad or iPod in like 2003 as some kid and I'd sit home from school and play like Metroid Prime or whatever and oh, listen shit, to bro. fucking Kill 'em All by Metallica. Bro, I, I didn't like, have yeah, iPods when I was a kid. It was like 
if I couldn't afford the album, at least someone maybe could burn me a disc. We're middle class <laughs> white people in 2003, dude. It was a <laughs> whole like, nother world. That, dude, that's like my album. vibe. Middle class. <laughs> middle class white, white people, people in 2003. Because <laughs> like, I'm, you know, I'm adopted by a white family and I grew up in suburbia. I'm so adopted I had, I had by a white iPads, family. I had but I'm iPods. also white. <laughs> yeah. That's my, that's my new vibe. That's my I'm new from aesthetic. Alaska, dude. Okay, I'm from Oklahoma, so I can't give I thought you were from like Vietnam. <laughs> oh my god, let's move on. <laughs> I, well, I was being like very like. This podcast my, my, is my, my ancestors aren't from Alaska. Took five. Fascinating enough, Italy, if you want to be accurate. You know what? Uh, the facial hair. Yeah. Are we gonna Your facial hair is really giving away there. Are we going to jump vibe, all the way down? Are you going <laughs> to keep me waiting, Chris? I'm like, no. We're... We get a couple more to, before. He has to draw it out a little bit we longer. Get a couple more. We get a couple <laughs> more. Off. We'll play one more before we get to that. Said too much. Or we could jump to it now. What are we on time? Are we good on time, Scotty? It's ten fifty-five right now. Let's get uh, two more in and then get to it. Okay, okay, two more. All right, all right. So let's do. Pick this one. This one's pretty intricate and interesting. This is a band called One Fifty Six Silence, and uh, they put out an album, an EP, actually. Don't hold your breath. And we're going to check out the song, A Violent Delight. you call that power violence it's pretty uh i was like what's going on am i am i needed am i am i so bad that was uh it's very aggressive (laughs) yeah (laughs) but also got a lot of groove to it you know yeah those vocals are uh, absolutely piercing kitty thoughts i we were actually lauren and i were having like a side conversation about it um i Real, so we talked about this too like I only do false chords because I don't like feeling pain and false chord doesn't hurt it doesn't use your real vocal chords I know like fry also doesn't hurt if you do it right but I don't know how to do it anyway I admire like balls to the wall vocals that have that really intense frantic quality which yeah. is something that I don't exactly do myself but I admire it in other people oh Shout out Kitty over here. I don't know. Like, I, I really do love the vocal delivery on this song. I, I, it, it does sound painful. If, you were, if you're looking at it as a vocalist, you know, it's like... Yeah. But that, that's the whole point of this music. It's supposed to be, like, very... 
Yeah, like it's, just nails on a chalkboard well, at times. Okay. It's also been so you are like I can scream like a motherfucker, but I can't sing worth shit. So like people are like, how do you do that? That sounds awful. It's like I can just do it. Scott and I were talking <laughs> kind of before this of like so pre-pandemic, he was playing. You know, he's playing a lot in Flooded Tomb, but also uh, Sex Cult, which is kind of like punk tinged metal. So he was playing in like this, you know, really intense punk metal scene with bands like you know Hellfury, like in that style, aggressive. And so, and in the meanwhile, I was playing with a death metal band, and so my kind of feelings about that straight death metal that doesn't have punk elements is that it's more focused on, like, technicality than emotion. Almost so it's... I feel like... Yeah, yeah, Lauren... Not, like, I feel like punk-infused metal has more, like, frantic nature, more emotions. Whereas death metal that's, like, kind of devoid of that punk sound is more straightforward, like, technique and, like, I guess, power. I think also the sound. I mean, like, there's different types... Like, you know, like, the pig sound and shit like that. And we played together, too. Um, Dead Coats and my first show with The Occulted was together. And so... Um, what a crazy pairing. Well, it was a, it was a festival. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can't hear Lauren, but she's and saying things. Hell Fury uh, played too. You can't hear it in the background. can hear it. She said something. <laughs> you got hot mics. She might not have said anything. <laughs> no, I don't... Girl, I don't know. What, I guess what I'm saying is that, like, I... For the past few years, I've focused more on, like, I guess, sound for the sake of sound and sound for the sake of, like, technicality um, rather than, like, sheer emotion. And so when I hear a performance that's very, like, emotional and raw and powerful, I can't help but be blown away. And I think that's what this band brings to the table. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm going to put that, like, you know, when you're driving to work and you really need to amp yourself up, you know, like you really, it's like, you know, it's going to be a busy day. So you need something that's really going to, you're going to come in kicking the door open, you know, just yeah. like, I'm here, you know, <clears throat> damn, why are you so enthused right now? It's like, <gasps> I'm ready to work. Um, I love it. Um, again, Chris. Yeah. The band, I, the band is, ooh, I just went away from it. 156 silence. And that uh, song was a violent delight. It, it so, was. Yeah. I, oh my god! It was a violent. Yeah, it delight. was a violent delight. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a term that I use very often in this podcast. Like, mm, that was a very violent delight. Why are you looking at me? The next band we're gonna check out is Burning the Oppressor, and the song is Cannibal K. Oh, let me let me just stop right there. Um, if, if you didn't, you never heard this band before. Would you think they were a metal band based on their name? I wouldn't. I would think that they were more like a hardcore band. But that's, tomato, tomato, man. It's I can see that. You know, you know me, Scott, and you know, like see I'm that. like this is has metal elements, but it's not metal, and it cannot be found in Encyclopedia Metallum. So I must say that it's oh more. Of a, <laughs> he knows me. Shut up. Encyclopedia Metallum. Get away from me. <laughs> is this true? <laughs> Confess. <laughs> no comment. Look, y'all, whoever already knows me, like, you already know me for the rest of you. Like, I plead the fifth. That's true. But no, if you, if you ask me, I would say it's kind of like a punkier band, but I don't know. I've never heard them. Well, you're wrong. Play it, Chris. Play it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
I gotta say, that was just pure metal to me. I'm not making value judgments. I am saying though that I feel like there was kind of like <laughs> almost like a punkier influence. hardcore element. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not making a value judgment. I'm just saying like it's not it's I I kinda got it right. I guess. I'm too easy but going. Wait, wait, All I can say about every say, song is that. What would you say is just pure metal? <laughs> I don't know. Well, like, what I'm saying is, like... Black Sabbath metal, kitty? It, uh, that's probably the purest of all metal. See, this is not... It's not like a... Right? It's purest. not a genre question, but I was saying, like, when I heard a the name, I thought metal? it would have kind of, like, a <laughs> punky influence. Whereas, like, we were talking about, like... Um, there's certain metal bands that don't have, like, as much of a strong punk or speed influence. Yeah, they kind of, like, just stay in that classic realm of being just metal. You know, where it's just, like... It's um, I would say like power metal stays right there. So you know, it's like they, they, it's not a lot of punk influence. It's more like it's like very, those old school, like, yeah, or like seventies metal, like you know, bands yeah. nowadays that are like, really trying to capture that like I would say like Sabbath, witchcraft. Yeah. Kind well, of also shit. like some brutal death metal bands, um, they kind of stray away from like you know punk influences. They don't have breakdowns. They have slams. Oh right. There's, so they're like dun 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 da da dun dun. You know, exactly. I was like the the usual. The there's, there's rules for every genre, actually. If you so I'm gonna it. kill you, Scott. Okay, let's Shut move up. on. Um, Remember the rule. <laughs> can we get something to make her happy? <laughs> oh yeah, I think this next one. Oh my god. Is the one that uh, <laughs> been waiting for. See, I knew what you wanted. That's what I was just juicing you to get there. To be okay. Honest. All right. Uh, should, should we play so, a guessing game? Should this I? This is not nice to do this? to me after I have my COVID booster. <laughs> I mean, and we'll, we'll do a guessing game like here. We'll see. I'll, I'll announce it after. The song is called "Get Vaccinated." Yeah. Get your shots. <laughs> or, or or not. It's a choice. But we can start today to make a better. Wait, I should have had him put
Touch the ground, yeah. Ooh. Choke up on your bounce day. Coming down the mountain. Copy got you lucky that I let you hang around me. Check three, four, bitch. Get out there on the bounty. In the war zone, got these campers all around me. Uh, uh, shout out if you could guess who their band was. <laughs> I mean, DJ Lethal should have been a giveaway. DJ Lethal. Chuck Biscuit on the drone. Because John Otto's not with them anymore, right? So he can't be like, John Otto, take him to the Matthews Bridge. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> in case you didn't guess who that was, that was the new Limp Biscuit album. Everyone, applause. They're back. Applause. They're back. They're back. <laughs> They're back, y'all. Limp Biscuit still sucks. Good job, Limp Biscuit. New album. Yeah, that is the album name. Still sucks. Thank you, Fred. Um, th- thank you, Fred. That album is a triumph of the human spirit. <laughs> She's obsessed. Uh, in case you you're didn't not the know. only person to say this to me this week, and it's making me wonder about a lot of things. Every time I see her, she brings this up. She's like, have "I'm you, upset." Have you, yeah. I have someone the other night who brought this up. Give it, give it a spin. I mean, I I support your I, love so, of Limp Biscuit. I I. I I actually, Four. there's something weird about it. I wish it, I was how, Fred Darius. Shit, dude. I, I, there's better something not. weird about how it like really just, something pulls everyone in, you know? So they're, for all. They're geniuses in some way. For all, for all the it. prickly metal elitists out there, Fred Durst is listed in the metal archives. Yes, he is. I mean, marketing genius. Go check it out yourselves. Get on go, the internet. Get on the internet. <laughs> We're not fucking scared to lie. I mean, this well, isn't a lie. This, this, this podcast, time, but this podcast is very famous on um, really defending bands like. Uh, oh yeah, I defended Creed like one we, time. We I was on Creed. here. Nickelback. We defended Nickelback. You guys like li- Nickelback. metal? You better be listening to your Nickelbacks. If, if anything, we're really just trying to piss off metalheads. Like I get drunk and go to Lostwell, and I, I get in arguments about like uh, Limbus all the time. I was like, I'll. T- at least we can minutes, all agree that I'll nobody here likes Metallica. Is the best band in the world. You saw me. Give me five minutes. You saw me no, just now. Because I'm normally that kind of person. I've been trying to back off because I think I get too like wound up. No. But um, I just want to sick you like on like metalheads like a pit bull. Just like get them, girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> you think you know what metal is? You have no idea. I um I, I mean I've been called a metal elitist. I don't. Think that's true. God. Um, really sorry. I can I can admit, like I enjoy, I like pop music. I love Limp Biscuit. I I really do love it because Fred Durst is exploring all parts of his vocal range. There's a lot of really great clean vocal songs on that album. A lot of great um, musicians as well. So yeah, it's it's really great. Um, dad vibes. Take away. Don't be ashamed to like what you like. Yeah, I mean, love music. Listen love to music. it. Love music. Thank you. Alice. And if anyone ever says anything <laughs> yeah. differently, don't worry about go, it. Go, You're they right. can go fuck themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's our big lesson here tonight, everyone. Is unless, if you like something, unless like the shit out like of it. Unless you like poser shit, and then I will find you. 
<laughs> if you and like poser will... shit, like poser shit. Just know that Kitty will and, find you. And then we so will... practice like martial arts or something. We will go on the metal archives together and see if they're in there. And if don't they're worry. not, you will hear about it from me. <laughs> Make sure you can read, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no, like, okay, so. Don't learn how to read. Move to a different country. No, I think. Stay out of Kitty's back. I think Limbiscuit. Stay away from Kitty. <laughs> Limp Bizkit, um is one of those bands we talked about, bands that know how to market themselves. The, if anyone saw the uh, Fred Durst Dad Vibes Lollapalooza look, it did become iconic among the masses very quickly. And That's how my dad looks. Yeah, they, they were... Now. I was like, wait. Like, currently. I was like, can I go meet your dad? It was, it was, it was, before Fred Durst, <laughs> white guy. After Fred Durst, I mean, still, but like, you know, like Fred Durst. I mean, that's it. someone at the far out lounge. I'm dressed uh, as Fred Durst yeah, right he, now. He did look yeah. just like Fred Durst, and that is a man who knows how to market himself. You should have won that costume. I wanted a picture. It wasn't a costume. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's that dude's everyday fit. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I think he was That was Fred on. Durst. Yeah, yeah, it was. Maybe it was Fred Durst. <laughs> He's listening. I, I called him earlier. If I. Man, I wish I could meet Fred Durst. He's a disguise. I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, man. All right, we got to move on. Moving on. This next band is a thrash band. We all yeah, love this boy. thrash band. Um, this one, have y'all heard of Extinction AD? I have, Oh, no, actually. I thought you were going to I thought they were extinct. Oh, uh, <laughs> damn. So, uh, the zingers. Uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> this, uh, they put out an album called Chaos, Collusion, Carnage, and Propaganda. And guess what? Fuck yeah. There's four. There's four songs on the album, and each one of those is the name of the song. Yeah. So I that's very. It. That's awesome. How it. They, King shit. Yeah. Yes. Respect and, and, this album. Uh, I want to believe that these people are from a foreign country. Can we change our name to Flooded Tomb AD? Because I feel I like that would inspire trend, you. Yeah. Sudden oh, defecation man. AD. I mean sudden. I feel death like that AD. would inspire you to like bring back the thrash riffs. But that that really rolls off that tongue though. Flooded Tombs yeah. AD. Sorry, Scott. Does, does, that, right. does that last <laughs> song name impediment. bring up anything, Scott? Yeah, yeah of course. Like him. all of it, just no. I mean the lat, the lat propaganda. propaganda. Yeah. Again, you it's can't, a cover. You... Is what I'm trying to oh. say. <laughs> I was like, you can't. Oh, it's a it, it, cover. Is the, it is the cover. Okay. Yeah, it's a Sepultura cover. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was thinking well, Chaos we were talking AD about, the whole like, time. I've heard like five covers of Inner Self, and I haven't. I've never heard a cover of Propaganda, so... Yeah. So we're not going to play that, unfortunately, but we will play another song. No, we're going to play Chaos from Chaos. You want to hear Propaganda? I want to hear some... I want to hear both. Can I hear both? Because we've all heard Propaganda. Can I hear both? I want to hear the band. I want to hear their cover. You want to hear... Okay, I'll play the cover after the song. I want to hear the original, though. Oh, my... I I kind of... I love Sepultura. I also want to hear the original. Play them all. All right, play it all. Here's chaos, Kill and then we'll all. jump into Kill them all. Some uh... Kill them all. <laughs> Kill them all. Play what you know. Play what you want. When it's time to live, when I pour my life into a world, play what you will. If I'm singing your life, it's a lie.
alone. <laughs> we all love the I mole guy. We love dad vibes. That's why I love dad vibes, and I latched onto it as my anthem. And that's why you love that Limp Bizkit album. Uh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so, so in case you didn't notice, we just that last song was like a minute and thirty seconds. The first song, yeah, the first right, chaos, the chaos. And then immediately straight into the Simple Tour cover where they're nailing right now. They're just nailing it. I mean, this is... It's even faster. I mean, they did the whole, like, it's we're going to pick it up a little bit. Yeah. It's the live version. Yeah. It's the live version. I, just, I personally have a soft spot for Simple Tour, like, so hard. Although I will never understand how you're going to get rid of every single original member and then keep the same band name. What? what? It's a, same bass player. I'm same bass player. Double Tour. There's yeah. no original members what? and it's, it's all different. Player. B- and no guitar player. Is, no way. Yes. Yeah, Adrian. Really? I thought they, I thought both of them left. Oh, no. Right, I'm, I'm talking. Like, this Listen this is the guy song. that knows. These are the guys that know over oh, here. Show him your simple tour attack. Me, <laughs> Alex T, <laughs> Ryan from Sundown. Don't has know a, nothing about he has a nothing. Simple tour tattoo? He has every band's tattoo. Pretty much. Wait, who? Here, you? Let, let's no, get him on the microphone. Let's put him on the microphone. No, put our, the, the tats up. Our, no. our friend Ryan uh, just. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, it literally, like, like I said, it's like your middle school journal. Wait, I could have swore we actually had this same conversation last time I was here. We were sitting in the green room talking about this. Yeah, this, like, what, you don't know Sepultura? How close this cover is. It's, it's dead on. I don't know it's how eerie. much it can change. But yeah. um, it's, uh, me and Chris <laughs> have rat. always had this huge love for Sepultura. And still to this day, where even the new albums really grab us. And like, it's just where we found a lot of our influence and a lot of like how we write songs. You know what I mean? We really look up to them in so many ways. Because they kind of like... I, there's something, it's thrash metal, but there's, uh, you know, you, you, the environment that you live in reflects uh, your style of music as well, you know? So, like, New York hardcore punk I mean, is different from, like, hardcore punk in California. It's just what the weather looks like outside pretty much at you times. You listen to those early Sepultura albums and it's like death metal. It's not even, oh, for you sure. know what I mean? Yeah. They're one of those bands that changed those first, like, three albums, you know, up until, like, Beneath the Remains. Dude, those... Like, it, uh, fuck Like I loved I loved the first Like five Sepultura albums I, I mean, gotta give it to them They were They were something to behold It's pretty much What we normally and talk about so, is They should have been So proud of themselves podcast, Like the and dude, They were like The Brazilian metal band And really helped shine Like South America Has some of the fucking Best shit you've ever heard yes. in I can't life. believe they didn't, they, they didn't open up the Olympics I was like You're biggest that been insane. Sure, yeah. In Brazil And you didn't uh, have them Open up the Fucking Olympics insane With the army of drummers Yeah that been For like real That would have been epic Jerking off to that For sure Okay then I'm glad they didn't well, no. They, they, you ever seen their shows in Brazil? <laughs> I don't want to see that. I mean, oh my God. I'm a drummer, all right. But like, their shows in Brazil are like over the top from like America because it really they draw like thousands, like fifty thousand people all the time, and they have like an they hire all these drummers, and it's like fifty drummers added just playing on these like giant jugs. And like fireworks and flames going on. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's we over both. the top. <laughs> it's a sight it's, to it's, behold. It's like Slipknot every time. Like, we talked yeah. about Slipknot earlier. I, Don't make me go back. I have always like, I've seen live footage of a lot of bands playing in South America. And I it, it's kind of like Japan. The metal culture and the oh, audience yeah. are so into it. Um, Fair enough. It's amazing. So... It's the energy, yeah. Yeah, doesn't like, Paul yeah. Diana live in Brazil? Or am I wrong? 
I know they keep telling me to get one. I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, really, no one wants um, to hear whatever. I thought he'd move there or something, but we I definitely got to move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris, hold on. Before we got we two more songs that we're going to talk about. Are we going to listen to. Oh, sorry. Are we going to do the glassing? The glassing? No. Is it local? Is it? I mean, I mean, we can. I mean. Okay. So we're going to do. I guess a few more. <laughs> um, so we'll move on to... We'll just touch on a few of these. I'll play a little bit, and then we'll just kind of move on quickly. Sark with uh, Oblique Reflections from the album All Sire. Check some of this out. I'll give you that. that. That little guitar riff is like both metal and funky at the same time. Yes. Whenever you're doing that many notes consecutively, you're borderline like, am I playing like a funk lick or am I playing yeah. me- like how much distortion do you have, really? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Damn, shit. <laughs> Just to prove it. Miss Lauren Warner, everyone. Miss Lauren Warner. You can't see, uh, but we're all clapping. You that, can't hear it either, but we're def- clapping. This is definitely what I'm just going to I'm gonna heart right away on the way home so I don't lose this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I need Yeah, I, also, I need can this I get this life. name again? Sark? Here, you Sark? Can take, you can take this home, actually. I'm going to take the, the I list will, home. I will autograph this it. This is the second. <laughs> here, si- sign it for me. I might need that, actually. Go I'll, I'll get a pin here. Everybody sign it. I want you to sign it with your Yes. Who, me or her? Both. <laughs> Thank so God. You, so you I'm running forge well. checks in my don't name? I don't okay. think so, Alex. Nice try. 
Everyone come to the next <laughs> Dead Coach show. Lauren Warner now has a mustache. I mean, Courtesy yeah. of me. <laughs> we had mustaches after our last flooded team show, remember? Oh, right. Uh, Susie again. gave us mustaches. Uh, Lauren, thank you for playing Saturday. I had employees compliment me, and they were like, oh, my God, the last band, the lead singer was just, like, blowing me away. It's just like... I had a coworker like take a whole video of you. I, I, she sent it to me. She was just like amazing. Just again, you have like such a cannon on you. Too too like, humble for a microphone. And at the end of this, so you can just fucking really. Well, I'm sure he's told you this already, but like my friend um, John from Bird Casino that we hang out all the time was like, Lauren is Great name. hands down my favorite front person in Austin. Damn. And I was like, I know you're blushing right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we do it. I'm doing this the we snaps. Do for the snaps. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even my own <laughs> If you were, I would be worried. Actually, shit, dude. Hopefully, like, Drew's in here. This you can your own sing music for our band. Be like, have you heard my? Have you heard my new song? And just make me hold wait, your wait, phone. Have you ever like been having sex and then your song accidentally come on like the playlist? Because it has happened once before and it was the worst experience ever. And you gotta just stop and just turn that shit off. I would probably leave because I don't feel like. I would probably dig in. I feel like I feel like the audience is missing that whole you second like that half to everything everyone's answering. You like that Although I guess the whole first. Half. I was like, actually, fun fact: um, the first. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, moving on. Never mind. So, this next band here, uh, you know, unfortunately, I've never been in the a... position where I feel like I would perform better if that happened. I just want to say, I'd probably try. Like, I had to throw it out. I would be like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> we got to move on. Let's talk about some local music. Local band here. I'm the greatest. Called uh, Glassing. Put out an album called Twin Dream. And uh, this is the song Burden. <laughs> so let's check out this band here. That was a true story. <laughs> Shout out to the local band Glassing here in Austin, snaps. Texas. Yeah, for Holy real. Shit. That was. Uh, I, I did snap. You guys just didn't uh, hear Chris, it. Chris, is this your first time listening to them? This album, yeah. Oh, I, you know, past two years, I've, uh, I've met the drummer, uh, 
heard the band and I was just like absolutely brutal. And like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm looking to like fill spots at a showcase. And I, you, sometimes you gotta pair it right. And someone was like, oh, why not glassing? And I was like, oh, I'll try them out. And then sometimes I was like, you just need to trim a little bit. No, no, that's not gonna, that's not gonna work with a lot of things. <laughs> this is its own world right now. Like I need to find something else that sounds like this because I'll, I'll be I honest have this? Yeah. I feel like every time we play songs it's not until everyone starts talking that I find my favorite part of this like I don't know if yeah. everyone can hear this in the background I, I, right I now wish, Holy shit. I, I know I wish we could just play the entire song but, but uh, can, that's why you gotta follow the playlist you gotta follow the playlist it's on Spotify once I get up off my lazy ass I'll make like a YouTube clone also, I probably Apple will never music. do it. Apple Music. <laughs> Apple okay, the people need to know. Hey, we're don't working. you care about the people? And we're working oh. on it. Don't answer that, you, like, you honestly. You around on me. I do. I care about my public. All my fans, which is my husband. I care. You have more fans than that, I told you. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Oh, so, by the way, Sudden I've Death fans, we've never cared about you. We hardly care about ourselves. I. Please come to the show. That's a promo. I don't know, like. But fuck it, I don't care if you come or not. But fuck it. Yeah, that's but fuck it, wrong. please. If you're if you're a fan of any of these bands, please but fuck it. Because someone has to in like. Yeah, uh, please use loop. Yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It. Yeah. All right, moving on. Moving on. Glassing. That was awesome. Definitely uh, check that out if you dig some local fucking brutal. some local yeah. metal. Um, so let's see. The next band we're gonna check out here is from Gall's Word, I believe. Word Kitty, to Gall. Kitty wanted to hear this one. To Gall. Uh, Word to Gall. And it is from the new EP, The Humming Mountain. And we're gonna check out the song, The Dwell. So let's see here. Oh, man. Like, that's... I would have expected no less from Gaul, but that exceeded my expectations. Thank you for playing that for me. For sure. It was insanely brutal. Snaps for Gaul. Snaps. That was Gaul's word with uh, the dwell off the new EP, The Humming Mountain. Have you heard this EP, Kitty? I haven't, but I do like Gorgoroth. So I like that really intense, fast... uh, Kind of like almost like warlike black metal. Well, I like all black metal, but my favorite black metal is the more like Gorgoroth, like Marduk sounding intense stuff. So, yeah, I'm into 
you know, golf as well. Oh, cool. So, yeah, we'll uh, move on from that one. What a treat. And then we'll play the last song from the uh, <clears throat> the album releases that we'll be talking about. I almost didn't include this one because it was just too wacky and almost probably was going to turn everybody off, but... I kind of want to know what everyone thinks about it because it's that wacky. And it, we talked about Mr. Bungle earlier, and it's kind of uh, Mr. Bungle, but if they went like more metal, like more into like the metal, the, the turned it more, yeah, yeah. So, into that. Uh, can you say the entire name of this? Yeah. Thing? So the uh, here we go. Let's see. The name here is the sound that ends creation. That's the name of the band, and then the name of the song is. Just as you have planted your seed, I will plant my seed in you. And the album is Boomers, Zoomers, Desperate Coomers. <laughs> so let's check this wild shit out. Just blood of a sea Are you close to death? Yes, I'm cigarettes What that sick orbit? Deep in death No need to I don't know if any of y'all listen to the last Car Bomb album, but it's like that, but without the technicality. Like, they totally just, you know, fucked the keyboard. And I could have done that. I, I, but that was good. I, I really loved it. I, I think we call it jazz metal. You know? It's very... Um, I, I, well, um, I feel like jazz is more methodical. Again, I'm pretty sure they just, like, jumped on the piano. It's like you were classically trained, if you will. <laughs> and like being an asshole? You, and then... Decided to say fuck you to the the greats, the, the people that taught you, and be like, you know, I'm gonna take this uh, <laughs> this knowledge, and I'm really just gonna fuck up someone's mind. Frankly, <laughs> like, you know, Duke that, Ellington that, like, taught me everything like, I know, but the guy was kind of a douchebag. I know you <laughs> bang, were saying bang, it. Bang. I mean, yes, it is weird on an like an intellectual level, but it's very pleasing to the ear. Actually, it flows really well. It wasn't. It wasn't cutting me in any way. No, it, it wasn't. Was, it was making me think. It wasn't you know, super was like, abrupt. It, it was very like it was pleasing to listen to. Kitty, I, 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 you know, I, I liked me. it and I enjoyed it, but I don't think I'd ever like if I was in a, you know, giving my Harvard, 
you know, speech over here, giving my lecture, being like, this is, please, if I'm having to recommend easy listening, <laughs> it's not my first choice. I, I mean, I, I appreciate that you liked it so it's, much. It's, it's giving me some insight it's into tough. the... the <laughs> the musical taste of Kitty, but she's like, yeah, no, it's very, I'd put this on on like a Sunday afternoon while I'm watering my fucking plants and shit. The metal Bible or whatever. Oh, yeah. She's in the metal verse or whatever. He, uh, the Zuckerberg I, I, thing. I'm going to put this in the, the black metal uh, yoga playlist, you know? Really, just cut your, like, you can't think of anything else when that song's on. You just, I, I mean, again, it reminds me of, like, blank. a very loose Ooh. version of the band Car Bomb. Like, you don't know Car Bomb and you want just nonsense. Turn that on. No, they're, they're nonsense. <laughs> it's very fun. It's be, yeah. So, Alex, you kind of, like, put the idea in my head. Maybe I, I'll do, like, Jazzercise. And <laughs> anything to help. <laughs> You're gonna pull a muscle. That's actually that you know you I could pulled, host like black metal jazzercise classes I, and people would probably like be about that. Absolutely. I pulled a muscle just sitting here, honestly. <laughs> I mean that last a song. Mental muscle. Yeah. That really made me flex. So yeah. Like, Ooh, it's cold out here too. Ooh. Well, that was the end of all. Do the you album all love Richard Simmons and Venom? Because have we got the yes. program for you? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now let's move into some anniversaries. Yes. So uh, maybe we'll skip around here, but the first one we'll talk about is Tomahawk mm-hmm. with uh, oh, fuck yeah. their self-titled Tomahawk <laughs> album. Big fan. Love that fucking record. Came out 20 mm-hmm. years ago. It's a good fucking album. On the 30th of October. And we're going to check out the song from that album, God Hates a Coward. Oh, classic. <laughs>
my all-time favorite Tomahawk songs. One of my favorite Mike Patton songs in Let's general. See. I love that you put... I, I mean... You listen to the live version of those in flashback from like what ninety six, ninety seven, whenever the fuck they did the lives on TV. Absolutely, you it's, need to watch the live video. Uh, it, it it's so good. Everything. It's it's it, like that song was good, but dude, seeing them doing that shit live changed my life. I'm so happy that you, this came up tonight and you played it because I fucking love that song. I love that whole record. Kitty, I'm going to send you the videos. You need to see this live, being a vocalist and It's all. disgusting. Mike Patton's a monster. I'm, I'm, I'm talking three different microphones were used during the performance of this song. That's true. That's a gas awesome. mask yeah. with a microphone attached. You need to see this. Again, that was Tomahawk. Uh, God is a Coward from the album Tomahawk. And it's just... We have a man. I I really I'm fucking forgetting his name, but one of my favorite local bands ever, the Jesus Lizard, the guitar player, Mike Patton, and a couple of other very famous musicians that have been in a lot of bands. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm losing words here. I know we can we can talk. Yeah. I know. think a lot of their albums are also like just the whole vibe of the band is conceptual because it's like Native American. Like they did a whole album of just like. The Chance. war songs, exactly. Yeah, yeah I so. remember that. It's kind of that you know that was always odd to me. But, but when they went, but they had so many just amazing songs. It's even it's, within it's so that, positive. it was an interesting take, and I always thought it was kind of weird because I was like, I thought Mike Patton was just some white guy. But Absolutely. Fuck. Well, Kitty, I know you got to leave. It's late. It's cold. You got the. Uh, you it's got the Monday. Booster brain. I got the booster brain. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to let Alex and Lauren kind of carry out the rest of the anniversaries. We're almost done here, people. Almost done, almost but done. I'm gonna I'm gonna go <laughs> sleep it off, especially because I had the boost. I had the booster, and then I went to the Frozen Soul show that kicked my ass. And now one long weekend. I'm barely. That's, yes. that's why we're here on a no Monday. rest yes. for the wicked. Thank you, everybody. It was great to see you. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Chris it was so good to see all the hundreds noise. of you that came out tonight. Thank the you for coming. Thousands of our adoring fans. This is actually like the best uh, turnout we've had in a long time. Um, please, if there's any pizza, feel free to you know enjoy it. Thanks for being here. Turn this thing off so it won't be terrible. <laughs> Quit pointing the guns at me. <laughs> okay, uh, Chris, you picked. So many good anniversaries. Yeah, there was a lot of good Opinion ones. So wise. we can we can kind of just talk about like them. The and then Saturday Night Wrist is like that's such a violent song. I probably that, should leave soon too. I mean, it's it's one of my favorite songs, and then we have the Gore as well, and that's one of my favorite songs. And then, I mean, who doesn't love uh, Over the Mountain? No. And we also forgot about Alice in Chains, apparently. But I mean, there's I so much. So, I also might leave soon. So, uh, so we, I mean, we can kind of wrap up here with the... Nobody look behind you. We'll just talk about them briefly. Deftones, Saturday Night Wrist, 15 years ago, 15th anniversary. Juice. Just give me a little juice um, of it. And, um, yeah, so... Oh, fucking love it. Go. Hard.
mean, everyone loves Deftones. It really just universal. <laughs> I mean, come dog. Uh, that's that's one of the albums that I really didn't listen to. Being a huge Deftones fan, and and then when I found it. And I fell in love with this song in particular, where I was just like, "Holy fuck! Oh, man, this is tonight, my favorite song." Tonight is probably the first. That was probably the first Deftones song I've ever listened to in my entire life. Really? Now I've really? heard that name for years upon years. Well, I don't think good. I've ever once sat down and listened to Deftones a day in my life. What did you think of that song? Personally, I fucking love. So I, I, uh, everything I know is mostly from the um, the vocals. I always heard people talking about uh, what is it, Chico Chino. Chino. No, no offense, sir. Uh, <laughs> not sure. But uh, Chino. Chino Marino, I think is his name. Right? Am I mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I've always heard a lot of people talk oh, about him best. and his vocals. And uh, in all honesty, I can see why. I, I will give you. Uh, it's funny that you say that's one of your favorite Deftone songs. That song, I, I, I very much enjoy that. It, it, he's very, it's very powerful. It's very just like, you know, that raw. It's very emotional. He, Feel it like inside just, you, just literally screaming at the top. It's like, and there's a lot of songs like that. It's like <laughs> even songs like I'm not a huge Pearl Jam fan, but there's some Pearl Jam well, songs that are just yeah, like yeah. hit me in the soul, well, the, the, punch the, me right the in the na- fucking. The name feelings. Deftones actually defines their sound as well. The name Deftones is the definition of what their sound is. It's actually a term when you say a death tone. Like they play a lot of these weird, I guess, dead notes. I don't know how to describe it because I'm not a super music genius here, but the, oh, the guitar wait, style, the guitar style, <laughs> no. uh, Chino on those vocals that really just can just shatter. I can see like, the, when yeah, it comes to whole... a singing, like it's, it's so emotional, but just shouting at the same time. And the drummer, like hands down, one of my favorite drummers of all time. And again, I'm drunk because that's what I do on this podcast. <laughs> and I know his name by heart, but I'm forgetting but the again, he's he's someone I look up to, and I literally I, I practice a lot of death tone song because of their the time frame. Even know his name. Their time frame of how they break things down, and that's why we love them, Chris. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like the intensity. I, again, oh, my first oh. time I ever listening to him. Alex, I, I have to Alex, say, I got your number. Was from that. Alex, I got your number, and you know I drink a lot, so there's gonna be a lot of drunk. Death tone dick pics that I'm gonna send you. <laughs> send them over. You know, uh, an album, what is it? It's still a called dick pic, but it's a just white, music. white pony, right? Yeah. Isn't that the like big one? Yeah, but I don't wanna show you that. I wanna show you something more violent. Okay, I, I, All right, let's move on. Send, send me something. I need to Absolutely. More Deftones Speaking of violent, we're gonna talk about Gore here <laughs> celebrating their uh, 20th anniversary for violence Go has on. arrived. So this came out uh, November 6th, I guess, a, a week. After the Tomahawk album came out, mm-hmm. same year, same everything. So there's a we talked about this before on the podcast where it's it's I think it's a it's it's kind of like this uh, overall mindset that people have because of uh, everything that's gone on in society. So certain years in music, there is a heavy collection of like platinum, just cult classic, the best albums of all time. In just this one year. 2001 and is this year. So exactly. Yeah. 2001 is... Well, you know why? 69, you, you want to know, Alex, 80, whatever. Fun fact. There's literally, like... On the first I, 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 I could literally give about. you 50 off the top of my head of the the most famous albums of, like, all time You're that came out in fans. 2001. And you know why that is? It's because of Y2K. And people thinking the world was going to end and the mindset that we were in 
and I'm talking about as society, and that what really reflects onto bands and their approach onto music. So in 2001, there is, I, I mean, I, there's probably a hundred albums that are just so good. We we try to like mark it out when we were doing like an overall decade, but it's it's nonstop. So we talked about that Tomahawk, right? So this Gore album came out at the same time. But these are some of the albums that I like hold to me so close. I, I gotta say that is, you know. Personally, I wouldn't know. I was a first kid when I was album. in '95, you know, so I, I I didn't know shit, dude. My parents I like see. moved a few, years, tried to move a few years ago. It's like there's like bags, like pounds, hundreds of pounds of rice in our fucking garage. My mom goes, "Oh yeah, I forgot. That's the Y2K rice." And I was like, "What the shit?" Exactly. I'm like a little kid when that was supposed to happen. I don't remember any of that. So those, uh, those type of like huge events like have such a reflection. Like so, right now we're living in one of those. The right, uh, the 2021 is because we're post pandemic. We're the pandemic. I'm gonna do quotes on that post right there. Thank you, government. (laughs) I needed that money, but more rich and successful than I've ever been. But the amount of albums that are coming out because we had that time to really sit there and think, and it it was such a huge reflection on everyone. It's uh, it's one of those things that we're gonna look back on and be like, oh, I remember. I remember that. It's nice to have the time to be creative. You get your best albums when you're not stressed out of your dick. So, Alex, write a song. Alex, have you? uh, Are you a fan of this next band that we're about to play? Oh, of course. Every I think every fan on this list. I mean, for these, you know, these last three especially. For me, just like what I fell in love with at such an early age was like you know it, it wasn't heavy crazy death metal. It was the OGs. When you get bands like this. And especially uh, the this fun. next fucking record. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised that you know this next record. And this is one of my favorite songs. This is something that me and Chris learned during when the I, When I learned about cover. these guys' existence, I was like, damn. Like, now that sounds like a good... I mean, it's, it, that would be a good band to be in. Like, if you could play for this band, like, why the fuck would you not? Uh, it's a dream come true. Let's, Chris, let me fucking... Juice me, man. Yeah. Give me it right now. This is a one a week.
Uh, we, me and Chris learned this song during the pandemic. It was one of those songs where I'm like, I, I want this song. It's, it's like two minutes and 30 seconds. It's just like that the entire time. It just, it's, it's all this. And it's, it's done. And then it's fucking done. And it's my, like, it's one of the songs that I use to, like, warm up before I, like, have a show. Like, I, I know if I play this song, like, I, I got it going on. <laughs> I'm like, <"Whoo." laughs> like, Me, personally. Get it up. Uh, Devo's a good one too. Like that's a vocal. That's a vocal exercise right there. Yeah. I, I got one fucking guitar riff that's my warm up riff. I always do the back half of uh, Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. That do 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 do. Oh fuck, that's it's just, good. If, if you're playing guitar, it's a good yeah. riff to fucking warm yourself up that's on. A good one. You use all your fingers. You, you know, it sounds cool. You feel good. Every you like the song. Every boy and every girl. Oh, you haven't seen my uh, my rituals? Uh, actually, people come to make fun of me. Standing and walking on. I've had a lot shit. of people come to make fun of me based on my rituals. That's the um, only reason I come to the show. So is for, really, <laughs> butt naked <laughs> while he does it. No, 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 no. That's I, another I reason that. I come to the show. <laughs> hey, I say that for the stage. I say that shit for the stage. All right. Uh, no, my rituals are really like, um, and again, like anyone that's. Um, <laughs> A bandmate knows this. Uh, so it's it's a power bar. <laughs> I have to eat it. I have to sit there and just be sad and eat. And then <laughs> I watch I watch all my friends and all my bandmates drink around me, and I talk about how much I like drinking. And I wish I could drink as I'm sipping on water. And then I have to do these weird stretches where um, a lot of people are like, what, what is this guy doing? What is it like? What? what, what? Like, what is he? Like, yeah. I'm like over here at a bar stretching. I'm at a bar stretching, and people are like, what the fuck? Is this <laughs> like, guy, it's metal like, yoga. Yeah. Like, no, the bartender cut me off, so I'm stretching right now because I'm about to attack him, you know? No, I'm just like, I have to stay like in the pocket. If anything, I love a green room because if I can go away and do that without anyone watching me, I would. But I have to sit there and just eat that dry power bar and just. I get so hungry. And <laughs> Shit, dude, I play guitar. I'm, like, sleeping and playing video games, and, like, I should probably have at least two beers yeah. before I play. And then I love, uh, then I <laughs> Better then warm I up in down. the green room. Oh, that, that's what I'm saying. The green room is the best like, for me. There's, like, a hidden, like, ground. Like, it's either, like, if I eat, it has to be, like, two to three hours before. If not, I will throw it up right before I play. Well, you're belting We'll see. That's, that's, that's the purpose. It's, it's that's nervous, like. But that's the purpose of like a, a power down. bar, like a, a exactly. cliff bar, because they were like made for that, you know, for working out, if you will, because you're performing and it is a physical feat that you have to go upon. And that's why I can't drink, because I just like, I have to stay in the pocket. The well, my thing time. is, I need at least like one, like it's, it's, it's the balancing act of having like a beer or two to loosen you up and be like, all right, I'm relaxed versus like, I, don't, I obviously cannot be drunk on stage. But I guess it's different because I'm playing guitar. So no, I'm playing rhythm guitar. No one gives a shit I mean, anyway. Lauren, I'm surprised you say that because uh, for me, like if I was a lead singer, I would be... Wasted by the time I got off I stage, also just would to probably like be wasted. not maybe not wasted, but really in that pocket of just being drunk. I used to drink like I used to do that like really like kick butt and shit. Like so, there's recorded just shows that fucking the fucking drunk as fuck. But can, like after hear. COVID, I just couldn't I couldn't do that and play. I, 
like there like because we hit like another pressure, you know. I know this is not anyone, what anyone wants to hear. No, it's exactly I, what I get, we want to hear. I get incredible anxiety before I play, and while I'm on stage, and I'm terrified. It's not even the crowd; it's just of myself. And so then I throw it before I play, and it's fucking. Because personally, a, as a, a, a fan and someone that's you know, known you guys for a certain, you know, decent amount of time now, like you've always been great. But in these last few months, especially, maybe it has something to do with that. But I think your vocals have been just like fucking some of the best, are, like some of the best out of a majority of the vocal vocalists I see and get uh, to be around. Literally a canon. You just happen to show up yeah. tonight. It's like, oh shit, Lauren's here. <laughs> fucking, then we all get to talk about. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> Personally, like, even after the last the like two shows y'all did, I think I was at the last like two or three. That just amazing, just fucking again. And, and I, I love again. the high notes. Yeah. I love being able to when you bust out the fucking low shit for songs like Big Wish and all the others. It, the, the diversity, I, I appreciate the diversity. So. Sorry to sidetrack the podcast. No, no, it's actually like enjoy the spotlight. You, you guys just played last weekend, you know, a couple days ago, and. You're, you're Saturday this Indian your, Roller. This is your home now, Lauren. <laughs> you can do whatever you want Welcome here, all right? If you want to shit on this table, this is, that's Don't fine. This is your home. You can't this see this, home. but it's getting shitty. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank everyone for listening. Yes. Thank all the people that came out. I just came thank, here tonight. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> I, just, I, I walked in and they said, you want to sit in and talk? Alex, like, here's oh, a yeah. microphone. Uh, thank you, Lauren, for coming out. And um, we're just going to end on one yeah. of my favorite metal songs yeah. of all time. Oh, we had uh, Led Zeppelin celebrate a 50th with Led Zeppelin 4. And oh, yeah. Legendary. Oh, I thought we were going to do Ozzy. Oh, we, we are. We are. are. I was just oh, had to mention that. I, I mean, but yeah, because what was it? like? Uh, it's 50 years. I got to mention it. But Led Zeppelin stole a lot of music. Yeah. yeah. But oh, we, man. This is, again, I, I got to give it to you, Scott. Oh, this is a song we were listening to earlier before we came here. If we're going to start with at least some Ozzy. I, I mean. Uh, Diary of a Madman. Thank you. Yeah. So we're going to end with Ozzy. Thank, thank you, gonna... Jesus. Thank you, Led Zeppelin, and thank you, Ozzy. Well, what a day. Yeah. <laughs> Ozzy celebrating a 40th with uh, Diary of a Madman. And Led Zeppelin selling, uh, celebrating <laughs> a 50th. 50th with I, uh, Led Zeppelin 4. <laughs> There's it still three members whole, still left like, alive. You know, three minutes. Well, Fuck. Let me digest it. So uh, thanks for let listening. The and, uh, for this is uh, Ozzy's Over the Mountain. Let's do it. Play us out. On the wheels. <laughs>